You're listening to The Wrestling Life on iTunes, SoundCloud, and at obpapparel.com. Hey everybody, it's The Wrestling Life. It's episode 151. It's our NXT TakeOver New Orleans preview show. Our first of four shows this WrestleMania week. I'm Ethan. And I'm already tired. I'm Liam. Liam, we've learned nothing. We learned <laughs> nothing from our past mistakes. We're doing four shows this week. What the hell's wrong with us? Another year, and uh, we have in fact not... We did not learn a lesson, and we are doing four shows and uh, let's just let's get right into it. All right. Well, NXT TakeOver New Orleans. I am looking forward to this card. I feel like maybe because I don't get to watch the weekly television as often as I would like. I'm a little bit. It feels a little bit less uh, star driven. It feels like a deeper card, but not necessarily as top-heavy a card as takeovers of WrestleMania weekend years past. Does that sound? Does that make a bit of sense? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, it's one of those things. I think you like most of the people in the show. I know I do uh, for the most part. But yeah, th- there's not that one match. I mean, you had a couple of years ago. You had you know Finn Balor versus versus Samoa Joe on on your main card, you know, as your, as your main event or, you know, the, uh, you know, some of the other, other takeovers, like, a, you know, Sasha versus Bailey, some big feud culminating. And obviously we have all of those things on this show and, uh, no, no slight to, uh, to the, the current champion or anything, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's definitely going to be a good show. Um, I, yeah, but I, I get what you mean when you say there's uh, the star power is, is it could be seen as lacking. All right, well, let's start. Let's just run run through the card here. Uh, the there's a, a triple threat match for the NXT Tag Titles and the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic title. The Undisputed Era, which is going to be Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, will wrestle the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong, Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne in a three way. Adam Cole subbing for the injured Bobby Fish. Uh, what do you think of what do you think of this matchup? Uh, I think ordinarily I would say this is going to steal the show, but there's so much depth on this card that I don't think that's the case here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I mean, with that many talented guys, I mean Pete Pete Dunn is seems to be able to have a good match with everybody. You've got Roderick Strong, who I mean you've mentioned and, and I mentioned as well. Is he's like a, a you know his minimum seems to be about four stars for these big time matches. Um, and, and then you add in authors of pain who are a great team. Um, and I, I mean, talk about, they're probably one of the strongest points in favor of this performance center, because when those guys started, they were just kind of two big lugs and, and now they're an excellent team. So, uh, yeah, I, I would expect this to be really great. Uh, you know, question of whether or not it steals the show. There's, I think there's going to be stuff on the show that has more heat and it's probably a, maybe a little more chaotic or memorable. But I mean, if you wanted to say this is going to be the best actual, you know, in ring wrestling match on the show, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. 
there is a ladder match on this show for the inaugural NXT North American Championship. What do you think of that belt design? Uh, I don't love it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's okay, and I I get what they're trying to do, and they're, they're trying to obviously. It's not a secret. Triple H, you know, loves loves the old school, and uh, I mean, I appreciate that it looks different. Um, that's you know, it's a completely different design than anything else there. I'm not I'm not really a fan of them going to the the uniform look that they've had for a lot of their top titles. Um, kind of thing the UFC does, where it's just kind of slightly different sized versions of the same belt. Um, so I, I like I guess I like that it's different. I like they tried something different, but that particular version version of different did not exactly light my world on fire. What did you think? Generally, I like it. Like specifically, I might not have designed the 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 belt that way, but I like the idea. If that makes sense, I guess which is probably probably pretty much what you just said. Uh, (laughs) There's a ladder match for for that North American Championship. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of depth down there right now, and clearly, uh, global domination and global expansion is still a primary objective for Triple H's. Uh, NXT for the WWE brand. The only way to grow the network is to grow it globally because I think they pretty much tap the market in North America. So they're going to, you need more titles, you need more talent, you need to run shows everywhere. And this is just another title that you can headline with. So this feels like it's just another in, uh, inevitable step uh, in WWE's global uh, globalization. I'm I'm not for adding secondary titles down there, um, but I understand why they're doing it. And they have so much talent that Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Velveteen Dream, and Ricochet are going to wrestle in a ladder match. <laughs> My word! Who do you, who do you think uh, walks away with the uh, the North American title? Uh I mean the way it was pushed on TV, they made a real big deal. They clearly have a lot. They think very highly of EC3. They gave him uh, his own. I mean, they gave him. It was not generic track number six. They gave him a like a personalized theme song, where the guy raps about how cool EC3 is, and he got you know a lot of promo time. And they made a bigger deal out of his debut than they did really anybody else's, um, as far as ricochets and this as well. And uh, so I I could see EC3 being that guy. Um, obviously, Ricochet is, if if you're asking me who I would put it on, there's very few people in, in the world who are, are probably more spectacular than Ricochet, even if he is, you know, sort of toning down his his work in, in the WWE ring. You know, I think that's that's something people have said about Ricochet and obviously a guy like Osprey and, and people like that for years. They did a quarter quarter of what they do on a nightly basis they'd still be just as over and they'd still be just doing stuff that nobody else could can even dream of doing so i i think i'm going to ec3 just because the presentation of his debut seemed to they really wanted you to know that this guy is a big star um and so and i think you can probably make him a heel uh and and have somebody like a ricochet chase him for that belt if you want to so uh, a lot of options, but my gut is is probably EC3 here. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I think you're right. I think Rick, Ricochet needs to ch- needs to chase. So 
I I would give it to uh to the Velveteen Dream or or EC3 there. Adam Cole is probably going to win the tag titles. That's my feeling, and he I think is going to be programmed. Well, we'll talk about the uh, NXT title when we get to that match, but I think Adam Cole is program going to be programmed with the NXT champion. So, yeah, I think that's you need another heel there, and I think that's either Velveteen or EC3, and then Ricochet can, can chase one of those guys. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in an unsanctioned match. If Gargano wins, he'll be reinstated to NXT. If Ciampa wins, Gargano will be banned from NXT. This is going to be the highlight of the show to me. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, again, this is going to be something that not only will it probably deliver in the ring, um, obviously, I guess there can be some question marks just because nobody's really seen Ciampa work in uh, since his injury. But uh, the heat for this is just going to be off off the charts. Uh, I mean, we I'll I'll never get tired of singing Johnny Gargano's praises. But he's I mean, he's right now he is in the spot that Sami Zayn was in that uh you know that that sort of Tommy Dreamer and ECW style you know the, the heart and soul of the, of the brand. Uh, uh, right now, that's Johnny Gargano, and people I think are going to be more into this uh, than anything else on the show. What's your What's your gut? Does Gargano win and, and stay down there, or is he main roster bound? I mean, ah, that's a really good question because they did just have him lose. I mean, they did they did some interference, but he basically lost his. They got to his NXT title match, and he just lost it clean. So. It feels like they could send him up, and it feels like maybe Ciampa could could get a lot of heat and a lot of mileage out of being the guy that got uh, you know that got Gargano banned from NXT forever. Um, and I mean, I mean, certainly, I would say Johnny Gargano should be on the main roster. So I guess if I was if I was booking it, then yeah, Gargano's going up and is debuting on SmackDown on Tuesday, and uh, so that means Ciampa's got to win. But I could see them one. I could see them wanting to do sort of the happy ending and having Gargano win. And then, and I mean, you can still, I guess, theoretically bring him up um, after that. But uh, yeah, that's, that's a tough question, but I think my gut is that Gargano wins and you get, and you get your happy ending. What about you? Yeah, I think Gargano wins. I think there's still mileage in the Gargano and Candace pairing down there. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think you want to run with that forever, but I think there's still mileage. Yeah, I think there's still mileage in Gargano in NXT. Um, he did lose uh, to Almas, but Almas is going to be gone, I think. Um, so I could see, you know, a short program with Adam Cole. I just don't have any faith that he's going to be booked well on the main roster. Um, even with somebody like Daniel Bryan active again, uh, and somebody, you know, that undoubtedly sees his talent. Uh, I, I don't want Gargano on two Oh five live. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm, I'm hope I'm pulling for NXT, but uh, we'll see. Ember moon and Shayna Baszler for the NXT women's title. They had a good, I would not great outing, uh, on the last takeover show. I'm not sure what to expect, whether I should expect better or whether Shayna Baszler, you know, in her past 35 now, how much is Shayna going to improve? Uh, the list of people that 
um, she's not a typical case, but the list of people that have started pro wrestling past the age of 35 and made it big is pretty short. It's pretty much just Dave Batista and DDP. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know what to expect as far as a match goes. I get the feeling Shane is probably winning. I, I think she would have won the last time they did this match, if not for the fact that they had what that would have done to Ember as a baby face because she she could never beat Asuka and kept losing and losing and then she and then Asuka left and dropped the title without dropping the title and and she kind of just picked it up in a in a random four way and then if she had just lost it right off the bat it probably would have it would have killed her it would have killed her it would have hurt her I don't know I don't I don't know if there's such a thing as really killing a talent in this day and age um, you know, the right booking can generally turn around just about everybody. At least that's their uh, philosophy generally. I th- but uh, I, th- I don't want I don't want to turn rabbit trail too much terms into a debate. But I think the fans pretty much make up their minds on who they like and don't like, and the booking is kind of irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I mean that's that's uh, you know Rusev Day, right? Like that guy wasn't <laughs> meant. That yeah. guy wasn't meant for. I mean, his booking is not not even mid card title level for the last year or so, but here we are. And he's, you know, he's in a, you know, he, at least he's not in the battle Royal, you know? Right. So, right. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, and as, as we mentioned with somebody like Gargano, you know, the fan, if the fans want to get behind you, they'll get behind you. Even if you, even if you lose a lot. Now there, there are some guys who maybe the fans are a little, indifferent towards that they are willing that you know can be helped or hurt by by booking or or you know by putting 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 some fire behind them but yeah i think i think for the most part i think ember is at the level she's going to be at in nxt and she's been down there for a while and i mean i mean how often have we talked about how stale the the women's rosters are on on both shows so I mean, I think I think Shane should win. I think Ember's probably getting called up by the Monday or Tuesday. That's and you know what? Good. She's good, and she's always more over than I expect when we go to these NXT shows. Correct. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's time to it's time to go with Shayna, and let's see. You know, she has she she's a good character. She's good at playing her character. Whether or not she's ever going to be, you know, uh, female Luthes, probably not. But you know, it's and she a, also it's has okay. she also has great female baby faces to work with down there like i mean they've kind of gone back to Ky- her and Kyrie sane have sort of cross cross paths briefly during shana's feud with ember but you've got that match to go back to because Kyrie holds a victory over shana from the may young classic you have as you mentioned you have candles Candice candles down there so there's plenty of of you know good worker female baby faces there for Shayna to work with and, and in fact learn from as you're pointing out. So, I mean, yeah, it makes all the sense in the world for Shayna to win here. I, I like Candace. Uh, I, I don't think Candace is good. Uh, well, <laughs> people seem to like her. She seems very polite. <laughs> She's rarely late. Mm-hmm. Andrade Cien Almas is going to wrestle Aleister Black for the NXT Championship in the main event of NXT TakeOver New Orleans. I think Almas is going to the main roster and Aleister Black is going to be the top babyface in NXT. What do you think? Yeah, that makes, again, makes a lot of sense to me. Um, 
I mean, hats off to, again, we, we've obviously sung her praises before, but just what a difference Zelina Vega made to, to that guy's career. Because six months ago, I think there were people talking, you know, why, why'd they even bring this guy in? They took his mask off. They made him, made him boring. They made him, you know, they, they made it so he was as least, the you know, least amount of unique he could possibly be. And then they, and then they just beat him repeatedly. And, and people were asking what, you know, what the point of him even being in NXT was. And now he's the champ and he's got a, a great mouthpiece. And, and it, yeah, I would, I would say that she is, that, that, that they're, definitely go into the main roster or at least they definitely should be so and alistair alistair's one of those guys who has been positioned to be a top guy and the fans have received him as such so yeah it makes makes all the sense in the world for me to uh to do the title change here i i don't want i don't think black ever should have cut a promo i don't ever <laughs> want to hear him speak. i don't need to hear him speak i don't think it helps his character when he speaks like i know that goes against like probably every everything but is there has there been a character that like is is mute or something like i don't think alistair black should have ever cut a promo not like one that can speak english (laughs) um i i don't disagree with you i think i mean that's there are plenty of people that talk very limited i mean if you're talking about legitimately he never ever says a word uh there's probably not very many but (laughs) but i mean why i'm not booking right i mean you but if i mean if, if the the more rational version of that argument is to say give him a manager. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Go, go, what's the sinister minister doing these days? Um, He's back in impact, I think. Oh sure, of course he is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just yeah. I I would say I would I would love if if Alistair Black had a manager and didn't and didn't do much talking himself and he just stood there stoically and then killed guys with that really awesome spinning kick. Yeah. Well. I look forward to it. Uh, we'll take over Outshine Mania this year. That's a tough one. I would say if you took away the more hardcore fan moments from the Mania card, if it didn't have AJ Styles versus Nakamura, if it didn't have uh, Daniel Bryan's first match in two years, I would say absolutely it would. Um, and it does, as as we mentioned pretty much every time we review a TakeOver show, it does have the advantage of being like exactly two and a half hours every time. And <laughs> yeah. never, and it's, so we're not going to see 14 matches on this show. Um, so as far as when it's over, you, I think it's very possible that you may have a more positive view of this TakeOver show in your in your mind than you do of WrestleMania by the time the weekend's over. But uh, as far as will I, I, you know, outshine is is a little more difficult. But yeah, I mean, I think I think length and you know quality over quantity. I think that's I think that's a real a real possibility in some ways. What do you think? Uh, I agree with you. As you mentioned, the thing working in its favor is it's two hours and fifteen minutes to two hours and thirty minutes, <laughs> and it's five matches. And or they'll probably add a sixth, by the way. They always add a sixth. In, when we preview a takeover, they always add one before the show. Uh, between the time we record a preview and the time the show starts, they always add another match. But um, we'll see. I, I My gut says yes, just because seven hours between kickoff and main <laughs> show uh, WrestleMania on Sunday, 
nothing nothing should last seven hours uh, <laughs> I, w- I watched the uh, new japan uh, sakura genesis show last week and that thing was four hours and 15 minutes or four and a half hours or something. Nothing in life needs to last four hours. <laughs> like, like <laughs> nothing. Maybe, maybe an extra inning postseason uh, baseball game or like an overtime NFL game or something. But nothing else in life needs to last four hours. That's just ridiculous. If, uh, and if WrestleMania does last more than four hours, be sure to consult your doctor. <laughs> hey, now. Hey now, working blue. Yeah, but it's not like mean based. Oh, good lord! Just... All right, let's get out of here. Let's, yeah. Well, we'll be back to talk about this show, and uh, we will run this show down any Hall of Fame. It's late, late, late Saturday night slash Sunday morning. We will be up with episode one fifty three. Stay tuned later this week for episode one fifty two, where we will preview the Mania card. So. Until then, I'm Ethan. And I'm Liam. And we will be back later this week with more stories from the wrestling life. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Wrestling Life, a part of the Elite Podcast Network at obpapparel.com. For other podcasts like this, head to obpapparel.com. The Wrestling Life is brought to you by OBP Apparel. For Baltimore's best local sports gear, head to obpapparel.com. Whether it's baseball or football season, we've got you covered with Baltimore's best local sports gear. That's obpapparel.com. Thanks for listening to The Wrestling Life, a part of the Elite Podcast Network at obpapparel.com. Be sure to go and subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for The Wrestling Life on the iTunes store. Make sure you leave a review and tell us how we're doing. Also, be sure to follow the guys on Twitter at TWL underscore podcast for live tweets during wrestling events and other hilarity throughout the week. That's at TWL underscore podcast. Now back to the guys. I apologize for being late. I did not have to take my dog to cryotherapy. <laughs> we walked past the place and it's a bit. I'm trying to I'm, oh, okay. de- I'm desperately trying to get over this bit. We walked by we walked by this place the other night and he was fascinated by it. <laughs> so then tonight we went by it and I made him sit in front of it and <laughs> he was confused. I I would bet so. Sorry, I gotta pull up the. Uh, you want to do the NXT show first? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, with those two, hang on, I gotta sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Uh, such a train wreck. I try to keep on keeping on.